0: Hello. Where are we? Paralegal Rules of Con... Okay, competence and professional development. The Law Society has developed various initiatives to assist paralegals and lawyers in maintaining the competence required to serve the public. Right? So CPD materials... CPD programs and materials... What does that mean? CPD is continuing professional development. So continuing professional development with which is CPD programs and materials provide paralegals and lawyers with information on the law and practice management techniques and are offered in various formats. So if you're a lawyer or a paralegal, the CPD programs and materials will help you with your practice management techniques, and it's offered in various formats. Then another support system is how the Law Society helps paralegals and lawyers in maintaining their competence to serve the public is by the Practice Management Helpline. This is a confidential telephone service which can assist you as a paralegal or lawyer with properly applying law society rules and bylaws and offers practice management guidelines. So if you're a paralegal or lawyer and you have a question about properly running your Practice or applying Law Society rules and bylaws, or you're not sure about the rules and bylaws, then you can contact the Practice Management Helpline, which is a confidential telephone service. Another support support system is the coach and advisor network. If you're a paralegal or a lawyer, this provides you with short-term access to outcome-oriented relationships with coaches and advisors who are drawn from the legal profession, right? So it's like you can get yourself a coach or an advisor short-term, you know, to help you navigate some waters, you know, and they are drawn from the legal profession, right? So they're lawyers or paralegals themselves. So how would a coach support you? Like they would support you by helping you implement the best of practices and advisors will assist you with substantive and procedural law inquiries on client files, right? So if you have a question about procedural and substantive law in, and on your client files, then you could reach out to the advisors who will assist you with this matter. So how do the law society or how does the law society monitor the competence of paralegals and lawyers, right? So the law society's practice audit department administers the spa audit, practice management review, and practice audit programs, all of which are remedial in nature, right? So let's recap. The spa audit, practice management review, and practice audit programs are all remedial in nature, So what are spot audits? Spot audits are conducted on lawyer firms and assist the firm's compliance with the financial record keeping required outlined in in bylaw 9 made under under the act, right? So so the the law society would conduct a spot audit on your firm to ensure that like you're complying with the financial record keeping requirements, you know, to make sure that you're your financial working curve, record-keeping standards are up to par. And auditors can provide guidance on the best practices for organizing and maintaining required records, right? So they can also provide you guidance, like how do you organize and maintain your records? Like what is the best way? So what are practice management reviews? Practice management reviews assess lawyers' practice management processes, including file management, professional management, and financial management. In, a port, in order to support lawyer efficiency, effectiveness and competence right? So if you're a lawyer or a paralegal, the practice management review assesses your man, your practice management processes like how do you manage your stuff? you know this includes file management like how do you keep your files, professional management and financial management like how do you keep your finances and how do you manage your your professionally right? And, you know, this helps support you as a lawyer or a paralegal to be efficient, effective, and competent, right? What are practice audits? this Like, if you're a paralegal, a practice audit would assess, you know, your practice management processes as well as your compliance with the financial record-keeping requirements, right? So it will be there to, you know, see, like, How are you practicing your... your, Like, how do you conduct yourself? Like, how do you manage your practice? What processes do you do or use... Right, Like, are you in compliance with the financial record-keeping requirements, that sort of stuff. So next, we're going to do complaints, investigations, discipline, and appeals, right? So if somebody has a complaint about a paralegal or lawyer, they have to send this complaint to a law society in writing. And then this is first reviewed by the Complaints and Compliance Department, which is CSC for short and they ensure that the issues outlined in the complaint are within the law society's jurisdiction, right? So let's say that there's a complaint and it can it deals with an issue that can be resolved informally, then the intake and resolution department will deal with the complaint, right? Serious allegations of professional misconduct, incapacity, or incompetence that are likely to result in discipline against the paralegal or lawyer are referred to investigation services or for investigation right so let's say that there's a paralegal and somebody has a serious uh, complaint about their misconduct, incapacity, or incompetence this will likely result in discipline against the paralegal unfortunately and this will be referred to the investigation services for investigation. So what do the investigation services do? So they may close the matter with or without remedial action. You know, it's up to them to decide. Like, should we take a remedial action or should we close the matter? Or they make they make a recommendation to the proceedings authorization committee. The proceedings authorization committee, which is packed for short, that the matter be remedied or sent for a hearing. Right. You know, and the pack is made up of benchers who may approve or or give directions for the informal re- remediation of the matter. So the benchers are the ones who approve or give directions for the informal remedial of the matter. They may also authorize a hearing before a hearing panel, which similar to but less formal than a court proceeding, right? So the pack could either decide to take remedial action or it could authorize a hearing before a hearing panel which is similar to but less formal than a court proceeding. So what does the hearing panel discuss or what does the hearing panel do? The hearing panel may discipline paralegals or lawyers by suspending or revoking their license or, or ordering to so they can either suspend or revoke the person's license or they can order them to do the following. Participate in continuous development programs or professional training. You know, that is to like, to up their game, to be more competent. You know, cooperate in a practice review. Um, you know, what is a practice review? So practice reviews assesses the paralegals or lawyers management processes, including file management, professional management, and financial management management in order to support lawyer efficiency, effectiveness, and competence, right? So they may order them to cooperate in a practice review. You know, they may restrict their practice to certain areas. For example, they could be like, you know, you can't practice criminal law, but you can practice, you know, civil litigation, you know what I mean? Or they may order them to provide legal services or practice law only under the supervision of another lawyer or a paralegal as the case may be. So like I said if, if they if they're practicing or if they're providing legal services, they have to be under the supervision or of a lawyer or another paralegal essentially. They're gonna be babysat. Not maintain a trust account, you know, pay a fine, refund to all client all a portion the refund to a client all or a portion of fees and or start or continue treatment or counseling. So that, those are the things that they may be ordered to do. Paralegals and lawyers may appeal any decision of the hearing panel to an appeal panel and may appeal the decision of an appeal panel to the divisional court. So let's say that the paralegals or lawyers under this uh, in this circumstance don't agree with this decision then they do have an option to appeal this decision to a hearing panel right so they may appeal any decision of the hearing panel to a, to an appeal panel so they would be going to an appeal panel and be like look I don't like this I don't I want to appeal this and then if they're not satisfied then they may appeal the decision of an appeal panel to a divisional court right so, what are hearing panels uh, involved in? Hearing panels are also involved in good character hearings for paralegal and lawyer candidates in law- enrolled in the Law Society's licensing process. So, let's say that the Law Society receives a complaint against the paralegal, Then, the, then the paralegal will be notified and given an opportunity to respond, right? And they have to respond because if they fail to respond immediately, You know and completely and to any communication from the law society if they fail to respond this is a breach of the paralegal rules and is also grounds for discipline so as paralegals we have to keep that in mind as paralegals we should communicate and cooperate fully with any representative of the law society who enacts us regarding a complaint so that the issue can be resolved as quickly as possible keeping in mind most complaints are resolved without a formal hearing If, let's say, you're a paralegal and you're disciplined, the hearing panel's decision will become part of your record as a paralegal with the Law Society and will be made public. So we have to keep that in mind. So yeah, that's it for this section. Thank you.